one. Hey guys, it's Louie Anderson fan here. And welcome to Life with Louie cast with me, Louie Anderson fan, 44. Mega Do a wrestle on me. Do a wrestle on me. <laughs> What? Why is this? This is not what we agreed on. I I made an executive decision that oh this is God. now a Louis Anderson podcast. <laughs> so, so wow. we're just gonna cover his entire run on a on on fucking Family Feud. I had completely forgotten that life with Louis was a thing. God damn it. Uh, just kidding. Right, well, now, it's a, we... now it's a podcast about Bobby's World. <laughs> no, Bobby's World, I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, fuck. I can't even... I need to put srop. Srop. Rassaboy. I'm Allie. He's Mega Fighter. That's Rocktan. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I took that away from you. Uh... Hey, he remembered to do it this time. Yeah, after I <laughs> played the Bobby Bobby's World intro, of course. Uh, and and fucking life with right. Louie. We're saving we're saving that intro for, for for fucking SummerSlam, then, huh? We're back on the beat. Back on the beat. We did we did a, we did a so let me tell you about it. Now we're we're back here, coming off of WrestleMania sour skittles. Got ready with my nipple clamps and everything. Well, yeah. Where uh, Jr. immediately spoils the fucking results. By the way, Triple H won. Yeah, <laughs> he he fucking won. He won. We are we are at the Molson Center in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Teenage Quebec, Kevin Owens Quebec. in the a young, crowd. A young probably. Kevin Steen Just like, is there with with Rami Sebi. Wow, this it's, is wow, this sucks. <laughs> this show's terrible. What the fuck? Rami. This makes mm, me potatoes. want potatoes. <laughs> why are you why are you eating potatoes in the crowd? <laughs> You're really don't good. Tell, don't tell me how to live my life. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. So, you know what's exciting? You know what's exciting for a wrestling show to have? Twenty-five minutes of talking. <laughs> Out comes my, Hulk Hogan. Uh, God. We get Hulk Hogan for like 15 minutes just talking about how neat that was and how the rock is cool and the fans are and good by the replay by the replay by the replay by the replay maurice the rocket <laughs> richard <laughs> to be fair some of the the promo was stretched out because hogan was taking in the crowd response and yeah the crowd was talking chanting a lot they really loved him but then it's just like i have the to... replay by the replay brother by the replay by the replay Actually, I have, on say, Netscape. <laughs> I have to say, Netscape. I have to say, the crowd was awesome this whole show. I mean, it's Canada. You can at least expect a fun and insane crowd from Canada. Uh, then after like hitting the fifteen or so minute mark, Rock comes out and real Hulkamaniacs Hulka maniacs use opera, brother. <laughs> Get on <laughs> Netscape. I know opera yet. was in 1996. Uh, huh. Really? <laughs> yes. A fucking long runner, that one. Yeah. Outlasted Internet Explorer. 
like a soft we, edge. Rock Rock comes out, and we started realizing that Rock in 2002 just kind of looks like Rock now, but with hair plugs. Yeah, his hairline's holding on for dear life, and I never realized that. You can, like, see the slope of his head. Like, his forehead goes all the way up to, like, the one-third mark where his hair should start. And like then he just has, like, a... Head. Then he just has, like, a combed-forward Caesar cut. <laughs> like, the sides of his head, you can definitely tell this man is balding. <laughs> I wonder why he was I'm... bald after after that. Eh. Hey, you guys have an eye for that. I, would, I, I never saw that. Well, we weren't really paying attention to whatever the hell Rock was saying, which is probably just more Rock by the replay. By the replay. Rock came the out Rock to the ring. By the replay. The Rock came out, and they were just standing there. Not even menacingly. And then he mentions that, wow, the NWO is a bunch of assholes. And then I just and thought, you came out to their theme. Whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> And then, like, after a bunch of this, uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall come out, and Kevin Nash is angry because, you ruined the plan! You ruined the plan! I didn't even, we have, were... I didn't even have a match! <laughs> we were supposed to be in a dating force! And it's like, <clears throat> you guys you guys spend most of your time dicking around and beating up the coffee boy. You have yeah, no one to blame with yourself. This was not a good plan. This plan had, like... <laughs> draw the rest of the owl levels of detail of well because it was like apparently they were supposed to take out one guy at a time starting with austin but it's like why not just also run in on other people and beat them up while mm. you're at it like hey, hey yo step yeah. one step one we, we get into the company step two we step two draw the rest of the owl step two step three step four uh, are we gonna actually have any plans for each? Shut episode? up, Kevin! Oh. <laughs> 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 Talk to me like that, Scotty. <laughs> Shut up, Hogan. <laughs> so, so Scott Hall's wearing sunglasses, and we noticed this that like they kept going down. So he kept doing like the fucking like push up the fucking glasses with your finger, like like he's like a fucking anime character. <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> Rock calls him creative insults such as Big Daddy Bitch. <laughs> and they were supposed to inject us into you, the WWF. Or something like that. Where it was like, at some point, it was like, how about you inject the lethal poison into us? And it's just like, is this a sex thing? Anyway, there might be a main event tag team match at some point. Yes. You're looking. We are not looking forward to that. Honestly. This is one of those promos I like to call a get to the point promo, where there's just a bunch of get on with it. Where it's just just a bunch of useless blather, and the whole thing is being dragged out too long. It's like well, you it's already... kind of like the crowd heat. They're trying to like just kind of let them calm down first, but like they're not going to. Just fucking go, push it through. Exactly. Fuck it. <laughs> exactly. It's just, you. You already let the audience plan spending a time training. Now you just speed things up. There's a whole rest of the show to get to. Especially because the rest of the show feels like a lot of segments were cut for time. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, like, just the feeling of this does feel like it got a little shortened. Which sucks, because we got Rob Van Dam versus Christian coming up. for the WWE, title. WWF Forcible Entry. WWF Forcible Entry. 
And yeah. and I think this is officially now where Lillian is full time ring announcer. Uh, she still does interviews. She still did interviews for like well, yeah, she did, but I she mean, did like, interviews for a long time actually. So well, I think she's now like transitioned to the 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 main the the to the being all the ring, ring announcer. announcer. And I'm thinking I'm I'm guessing Finkel prob might have retired after Mania. Fuck this! I'm out of here. <laughs> Great question. It feels like like it feels like they eventually just kind of transitioned away from Howard Finkel. Uh, I mean, I like Tony Chimmel as much as the next guy. Yeah. Call me Fred Flintstone. Uh, sorry. Uh, maybe, maybe what was this one of those things uh, This where... match is good and very short. <laughs> RVD is Mr. Opening Match, <laughs> as oh we've my noted. God. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm finding, I'm finding, I went to Howard Finkel's Wikipedia, I found spoilers for future Rassle Boys episodes. <clears throat> Let's not do that. No. Okay. okay, we need to talk about the Smarks died. Okay, first off, Christian is back in Toronto. He, he moved back. This is one day after he moved out of Canada. <laughs> he moved back. I moved everything back. <laughs> we, we were joking about it, and it was true. It was fucking true. He didn't want the hometown heat. That's and it. Then he went back to Toronto. But the good thing about Quebecers is they're smug and hate all the rest of Canada. So <laughs> he can just and, go back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the so rest, of, and the rest, of, and all of Canada hates Quebec. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Fucking Quebec. Um, God, I fucking hate that. We saw a sign for Smarks.tv in the uh, they all, crowd. All of all of Canada oh. hates Quebec because they made French their first language and want to separate. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically. The only there was also several referendums like... to get Quebec out of Canada. That's just None of some go politics, work. and they never work. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, we found we we saw a sign that said Smarks.tv. There was also that, saw that too. Also, Weirdly that redirects. Uh, I was going to say uh, there was also a phone number in the crowd, but we're not going to call that one. Uh, that one might actually work. That might be because some also, guy's house. What we also it? couldn't really see the see the number all that well. But yeah, we what we was... searched Smarks.tv, and yeah, it's still up. It's oh. not much. Um, apparently, it was a cartoon project back starting in 2000. Stanley Marks has always been a wrestling fan. As a child, he used to go to see Fashionably Frank defend the FWF title. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it's a punch wrestling cartoon made by Ted Smith and Al Isaacs. And then Terry Taylor joined. Yeah. <laughs> Red Rooster himself. Hey. And then you find out more about the creators by clicking here. Here is a dead link. You just you're just highlighting the word here at that point. So yeah, this is it's just weird that like it's like clearly like some kind of WordPress thing or whatever, but like Yeah. I don't know. This is one of the first ever times where our fucking URL check actually works out. Well, they usually do, but it's not something that you'll find that's like interesting it's like oh that redirected to that section of w.com oh that's just to like the nike store now this is interesting to me because yeah, there have been times that some of those the, the links are dead but yeah but uh this match is good 
Uh, JDP eventually comes out and smiles at Christian, and RVD pins him after a frog splash. So oh, yeah, huh? I was actually um, thinking to myself well, when this happened. I was like, how how does Christian get a shot at the IC title after losing his shot at the European title at Mania? Because fuck you. <laughs> because the Booker decided. The that Booker has this. chosen this. T- titles don't fucking matter. <laughs> And why is DDP messing with Christian when he... It's so weird that every title can just randomly be on the line, except for the World Heavyweight Championship, of course. But at the same time, it just feels like any feud they build, any situation they're in, anytime someone wins a number one contendership, that's fucking worthless. <laughs> All you just gotta do is show up for Monday. Yeah, and then you'll just have a title match for some reason. <laughs> And why is DDP messing with Christian when I would think he would have gotten his revenge by winning at Mania? Because they wanted the feud to keep going, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is kind of one of the problems I had watching this, is looking at a lot of... There's a couple of feuds that at least seem to make sense to continue, like Jericho and Triple H have... There's a fallout because, you know, Triple Jericho H attacked... Lost the belt. Jericho lost well, the belt. Well, because Stephanie got attacked and Jericho lost the belt, and then there's they have because they have to do the mandatory rematch. I get yeah. at least that makes sense because that's the system that we're familiar with. Even though the whole mandatory rematch is kind of bullshit anyway. I'm but fine whatever. With, I'm fine with it as long as they don't do that fucking thing where they do the rematch on a Raw. Just so they can dump the guy and have a different feud start, which is probably what they're going to fucking do. <laughs> yeah. And, and when the when the rematch is immediately on the next Raw and they win the title back, it just makes you feel like you wasted your money. And at least, or if they and, lose and, their rematch and it's just like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> this, and then there's the end up, and the, and then there's NWO Hogan and Rock. At least you know there was that there makes is, sense to continue. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because the dynamic changed, and if the dynamic changed, it justifies more matches. So I'm yeah. actually fine with that. But yeah, overall, my whole thought is just thinking that, to me, WrestleMania, uh, at least... At least to, it's to signify, it's, it's, it's uh, uh, should, should be like the culmination and should signify, okay, the score is settled, the feud is over. Yeah. Just the, they're moving the fuck on with their lives, you know? Right. Let, let's 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 start some new stuff up you could have you could have i don't know say the rock versus the undertaker yeah yeah maybe or some just somebody versus the like the rock versus somebody else the, or triple h challenging somebody else i don't well, know like, you could have triple you have the triple h versus the undertaker for like yeah. okay scott hall got beaten stone cold's absent at the moment in like, which Nash by the way, that was the weirdest part of the. the Nash didn't the, do anything. Uh, he's mad though. Hogan's just kind of like there, and he he's, turned face. And he turned by the way, face. that's a good point. That's a good point. Austin just kind of wasn't on this week. Yep. Yeah, which is very odd. That is very weird. I have to actually. I, I was thinking that Triple H versus Taker. You could actually make the most sense of be- by 
you could justify it by saying, you know, Taker beat Flair, so now he feels like he has he deserves a shot. Yeah. And and Triple H, you know, he has respect for Flair, so it would make sense. So it's like you can't go just beating up Ric Flair like that and then want a title shot against me. No yeah. way. All right. But uh, this match is good. Uh, uh, RVD wins. Jericho is busy sulking in the back. And then, and then from the back, they keep saying this is a security guard, but we all know that's not security. That's Rene Dupree. That's fucking Rene Dupree. You can't. Actually, no. You know that the, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know who that, that's. I don't think that's Rene Dupree. You know what I think that is? Who? That's Sylvain Grandier. No, Sylvain, Sylvain looked different. Okay. I, that is definitely Rene Dupree. Sylvain had, like, blonde hair. Okay. Uh, I thought, thought Sylvain was... dyed his hair, but let me see. Uh, I kind of remember his face. Was... Also, his hair was usually spiked, right? Actually, now that I think of it, I think you're right, because, yeah, when I, when I, when I think about what his voice sounded like when we heard him talk, yeah, that, that no, definitely no, that, sounded that more like... that wasn't Sylvain Grenier, that was... Definitely, Renee yeah, that Dupree. sounded like more like Renee, yeah. But yeah, uh, he starts talking about how Triple H it was. A, I think it was a good guess, though. I think it was a good guess, though, on my part. You, you had a 50 50 chance of a La Resistance member, yes. And look at the pictures of Renee Dupree, yeah. I think, yeah, that makes sense, actually. It looks like, yeah, anyway. Jericho beats <laughs> him up, <laughs> yeah. He calls Jericho a loser and then. Chris Jericho does not have any time for Rene Dupree's bullshit. So he gets his ass kicked. And then we cut to Trish Stratus versus Lita, which is a, you know, fairly good match. So I fucked up and I forgot to write down the amount of Jerry Lawler thirst count we have. Uh, but I do know I I got it that we have 11. four for this match and one where King gets very uncomfortable about a burger. <laughs> Yeah, there was a weird one where we weren't sure if we counted it because he started talking about it. I saw Jersey! Ah, the Whopper! Ah. <laughs> like, chill the fuck out. I, I, did, I did make sure to keep up the count. It is 11. By the way, this match is sponsored by the Scorpion King. Uh. This match is sponsored by the Scorpion King. Welcome to the 2000s alert, Scorpion King. So, let me look up the... It's tradition. Gotta look up the Rotten <laughs> yes. Tomatoes. At least this one makes sense because it's The Rock. Yeah, and did, despite did, their movies see... not being good, it makes sense for them to push the movies of like wrestlers in them, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And Scorpion King. I've never. I've always wanted to. It, it, I, it I, I've, had, the box I've actually always been curious to see the Scorpion King, but I've never been interested enough to actually watch it it got a 41 I mean, it whatever, whatever it's come on tv it got, yeah, it's a got 41 a audience rating 38 not great but some people like it <laughs> so it's not a like a terrible movie it's, it's just, just kind of eh. i think it yeah. did make its money back because it's brought it its did. gross box office was 90 million yeah, it did 178 million in the box office on a 60 million dollar budget. Yeah, that means it 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 did break even enough and made a little bit more back. Didn't I see like this kind of weird thing where they were doing like a WWE promo to get to try and get more people to see it? Yes, I think I think that was when he was feuding with Hurricane. Yeah, that's I think that's later, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, because Scorpion King's not out until April, but oh my god, it's got Michael Clark Duncan in it. Yeah. Oh, I need I need to watch this for some. Let me tell you about goddamn. So let me tell you about the Scorpion King. Where <laughs> can I find this on streaming? I don't want to have to buy it. Voodoo. Well, now you've already Smell now you've already shit. spoiled that you're gonna watch it, so you can't do it. No, you don't know that. Uh, the rule is we have to drop it on people, so it can be the Scorpion King. It could be anything. You never have know. To, I've, I've had to change my plans before. We just have to spring it on people and make sure the movie isn't reviewed by Rob. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Rob. Okay, Hulu Premium. <laughs> it's also on HBO Max. Oh, fuck. Lita wins after a neat moonsault. It was At neat. one point, like, they do, like, a spot where Trish just lands on her ass and it does not look great. She just does kind of land on her ass. <laughs> Uh, then Jazz comes out and we again get the weird, just, I feel like we might be reading too much into this. We might be reading too much into this. I don't know. But like, Jazz, like, there's like, I think it was JR or Lawler goes like, there's that Jazz <laughs> in a way that just sounds like that is not what you wanted to say right there. It was probably Lawler. So Jazz wants to beat them all up. Do you remember who the women's champion is? <laughs> Jazz. Is it still jazz. jazz? It's still jazz. Still jazz. Uh, but enough of that shit. Here comes Ivory with a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were like, who's this in a cowboy hat? I was like, oh, it's Ivory. And then we were thinking, why is she wearing a cowboy hat? She just had a cowboy hat. I don't know. It was a very tiny cowboy hat. <laughs> had a little cowboy hat on. We weren't. We didn't understand why. You know, she breaks up the fight and then her theme music plays. And uh, we got our special announcement. Linda McMahon uh, is sitting in front of a Thomas McKnight painting at like a small desk. And she's reading <laughs> out. She's. <laughs> that's, she's a bad, you that's a bad joke. No, don't. <laughs> she looks like she's. Uh, she, she looks like it looks like you walked into the principal's office at your school. <laughs> God, you're I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, I can't do it. Do it, you coward. <laughs> she, she really was... does she really does look to me like she could easily be like like a te- like someone who works a was... woman who woman who works at a school. She just has that look to her. She, she was reading it like she was in an ISIS hostage video. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Wow. Jesus, there are several Ellie. demands that we <laughs> there are several demands that you must complete. There will be a draft. <laughs> there will be two companies, one owned by Vince and the other by Ric Flair. Failure no. to respond will result in my bedding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, here's my thing about this. Why is why is Flair the one running raw and Vince running SmackDown? Why not the reverse? I don't know. I maybe it, maybe it was down. because Vince wanted to make SmackDown feel more like more a more legitimate brand. Yes. I kind of wish that Linda McMahon had a fake apple on their desk <laughs> with like a worm coming out of it or like some kind of stock phrase of just like reading is good. <laughs> just put her in like a fucking like a preschool room kind of thing and just make like a really weird like one of those brightly colored pastel desks. Just like an alphabet on the back wall. <laughs> yes. Start playing. Start playing. Put her in like the set they put Dean Douglas in, <laughs> or like Mad Striker. Start playing. 
start playing like tinkling music of of like the alphabet song in the background. Like a fucking xylophone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brand split. We've made it. We so fucking the, made it. <laughs> the announcement is that the women's and world titles are going to be competing competing on both brands. Why not all of the championships until you have like? I think it's because the the belt they were going to use for Raw wasn't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she says for, the women's and the uh, I think and the men's titles are are like uh, yeah, but just the world heavyweight. The actually, idea, now yeah, the, that I think about it, the SmackDown the title had the unique design. The world heavyweight title was just the WCW one. Right. Uh, I think it wasn't even a thing that they had separate championships until like Brock said he didn't want to work Tuesdays or something, or did he not want to work Mondays? I I forget. Didn't want to work Mondays because. Like a sign in the crowd says on SmackDown, this is Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Vince uh, immediately comes out after the announcement. Apparently he just doesn't talk to his wife. Uh, <laughs> I actually noticed uh, when they when they did like a... When they cut to him backstage walking, it, it was like he was... It was like he was trying to do a slower version of the power walk, but it... But it was like fail. He was like failing because it was like jiggling, really weirdly. He was like, he was just like also doing this he, weird he shake, had this like walk. He had this strange like toothpaste colored, like right, like that you know that striped toothpaste you get. He's yeah, wearing fun- like a toothpaste undershirt. Yeah, his undershirt is like it almost looks like the shirt a sitcom dad would wear or something. (laughs) (laughs) Who picked this out for you, Vince? Vince. (laughs) Vince, your fashion set. You're usually on point with your fashion, but God, that looked terrible. And Vince just comes out to talk about how shit Raw's gonna be without him. Now he's ungrateful, even though he tried to kill the company, so you should be glad they even gave him SmackDown. Shut up! No, instead of, instead of Rick's normal music, you suddenly hear Rick's in charge do, 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 of our lives <laughs> and our lives. <laughs> no, it was Vince with the with the sitcom shirt. Besides, we all know that Rick Flair's theme goes. Twelve weeks in, well, technically fourteen weeks in, but whatever. We still that's still going, folks. Yeah, it never it never leaves me. This is probably the first time I've heard the na 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 goodbye chant. I don't know if this is the first time, but it, it got like real fucking loud. <laughs> yeah, it built up, and I feel like sometimes the crowd was out of sync. Of course they but are. Yeah, Vin- but but yeah, Vince talks about how like Ric Flair, he sucks compared to me, and how I'm much better than Ric Flair. Unlike Ric Flair, I'm in a happy monogamous relationship. <laughs> Ric Flair with two bandage. Oh, yes, Ric Flair, two bandage. Uh, there's you screwed Brett Chance because they're in Montreal. Yep. McMahon uh, talks Rick- about how he's going to use his roster better than Ric Flair, and I just started talking about DraftKings.com. <laughs> <laughs> DraftKings, Rick. <laughs> Rick starts complaining, of, or Rick starts yelling about how Vince McMahon used his power to shove Stephanie down our throats. That's not going to change anytime soon. <laughs> That's not going to stop. <laughs> 2015. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I, I was just looking I was just looking up I was like looking up uh sitcoms in 2002 and now and now the sitcom I want Vince to show up on is Ally McBeal. I was going to say Kevin James as Vince McMahon. Uh, <laughs> McMahon goes McMahon flips a coin and says, whoever gets heads gets the first draft pick. And, oh, it's McMahon. <laughs> That's a two-headed coin. We don't it? even see it up close, so. <laughs> that is a two-headed coin. Fucking it's then, heads. <laughs> then, then, then we get an old man fight. McMahon throws a slow punch. And then Flair, like, responds in kind and starts beating on him. Old man fight. Old man old fight. Old man fight. Old man fight. <laughs> old man fight. Don't forget to watch Sour Skittles on Netscape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make sure you like their Angel Fire page. <laughs> How many bytes per second was it again? Like um, 14? It was like 14 bytes per second or like 54 bytes per second. Not even a kilobyte. So eventually... And Rick it said the them- file size... It said the file size was only 2 kilobytes. So I would just wonder, A, is WrestleMania a GIF? And B... <laughs> Did they just show, like, how... Like, when you download a picture and you hit view, was that just showing the file and not the actual, like, loading of the pay-per-view? I don't know. Go on Netscape. Go on WWF.com on Netscape to download this JPEG of Triple H. So, uh, so Ric Flair puts him in the figure four, and I did like the way that Vince was kind of sewing uh, as he was uh, getting put in there. He was uh, like, he was doing this. Oh God, no! <laughs> he was in this over. I, I this, always like people that that scream, no, no, don't, don't do it, don't, don't do, do it. don't do that dance thing you do before you do the figure four leg lock. And he was re- he was really like sw- he was doing this weird, this really ridiculous like sw- sort of swaying with his uh, with his body on his back where he's kind of like shifting from left to right like no please don't put it and then he and then until the enemy like ah he was moving like, in place like a klingon on a star trek board game <laughs> ah. <laughs> no no reaction for that mega fighter <laughs> i missed it what was that <laughs> spinning spinning around in place like a Klingon on a Star Trek board game. Ah, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Experience, bitch! Ah. <laughs> like they were supposed to shake the camera, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, there's a fun bit of kayfabe ruining for Star Trek for you. Whenever, like, people are getting thrown around or, like like react like, reacting violently... They're they're just like shaking around in their own chairs. It's f- and yeah. like people have stabilized the footage and it's fucking hilarious. You just see Picard go, ah, ah. <laughs> and then they just shake the camera basically, and it's like yeah. that's that's how that's yeah. how attacks on Starfleet happen on Star Trek. Thank you for joining us for uh for Trek Stars the <laughs> the Star Trek podcast. Followed up by uh, your favorite podcast of all time. The Life of Louis Anderson two, podcast. Two, two grown men watch Star, uh, Rugrats. Two grown men watch Rugrats. And then two grown men write a vampire story. 
I'm just just imagine data like being face planted into the console, and then you suddenly, and then suddenly you you hear something you're not supposed to. Ah, oh, fuck me, you cunt! No. <laughs> French Spiner swearing sounds amazing. All right. Anyway, so, so we got a we we got Booger T and Kurt Angle versus Edge and Kane. Oh, I want I wanted to do a joke. Okay, fine. Oh, go ahead. No, do the uh, joke. Booger T and Angle versus Kane and ah ah <laughs> yes <laughs> he's he's back. <laughs> we we were rid of him for like two weeks. It's time for Edge's seizure of fun. Yes. Did you know uh, that JR has barbecue sauce in his front pocket, according to him? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> but yes, Edge, why? Why would you put barbecue sauce in your front pocket? I need it. I need it to eat <laughs> in my microphone. In case he needs to sauce it. You never know when you need to sauce it. Now, 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 now I'm secretly wanting someone to just like run into one of just like and then it just whoosh, but we're watching a rikishi this. match glaze it like a ham <laughs> get me my basting brush come here <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh my god yes yes have him in the middle of match he gets like he gets out like a brush and, and puts barbecue sauce on it and then he just go he waits for rikishi in the corner and he starts brushing his glaze those hands <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perfect's in the corner just like, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> We're going Hawaiian. I'm from Samoa. Shut up. <laughs> and, then, and then you get and then you get barbecue stink face. Barbecue oh, stink face. God. <laughs> and now that's umami flavor right there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. What's happening to this show? Kurt breaks up a pin late. This match is pretty good, but yeah, we yeah, this we, is a good match. Uh, I did not take a lot of notes just because I was too busy watching this good match happen. Kane threw a guy uh, into the stairs know, off screen. Just... <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. We hear a loud bang, and it's pretty clear that Kane gets thrown on the stairs, but camera doesn't switch. Yeah, I, nice job, Kevin. It, 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 Dunn. Ke- Kevin Dunn has repeatedly shown. Just how much there needs to be like anti nepotism laws in this country. Is Kevin Dunn the son of somebody? Kevin Dunn was the son of a dude who like saved a bunch of tapes for Vince Sr., I think. And he has pretty much a job for life. Because I guess there was like some sort of fire and they almost lost a bunch of tapes. So Kane. His father, his his father, Ben Dunn. Ah! Well, maybe he can have a kid and you could call him done with his shit. Anyway. (laughs) You know Kevin Dunn's favorite tag team, though? Well done. I thought it was the Beaver Brothers. (laughs) There there are no Beaver Brothers. You're thinking of Beaver Cleavage. I did see a sign. uh, No, it's John Silver and whatever. Uh, Ah, the Beaver Boys. Yeah. Yeah. I did see a sign during this match that amused me a little. Someone with a sign, Booker T is my father. Yeah, I think I saw that. It would have been funnier if he, if we could confirm if he was white. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> then it would be really good, but no. Uh, I remember at one point Kane going up to the top, like early on, Kane going up to the top rope while the fucking pyro was still smoking. Yes. Like, and I was wondering, is that hot? Probably. <laughs> like, I would not. I would not do that until later. 
Uh, there was a cool, like, kind of leg sweep thing Angle did to switch uh, into the ankle lock. I like that. Yeah, he did sweep into the angle lock. I think there was, like, a distraction finish where, like, Kane pulls, like, Angle away or something, and then Edge hits an impaler. Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't know if that was the finish. Was it the finish? Was the impaler? The execution? Yeah. Uh, oh, what happened is, like, actually, um, I think it was... Kurt, Kurt is running towards the uh, towards the ropes, and like he ends up like sort of running into Kane. I think Kane like maybe it, it was hard to tell, but maybe he like did one of his uppercut punches, and then and then and then yeah, then he got back into the uh, back into Edge, and Edge uh, hit him with the execution. All right. So what was execution finish? That's good. Why is his mouth bleeding? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt, I don't know. Kurt Angle's mouth is just bleeding. Again, this seems to be a thing. Gingivitis. Oh, my God. You think a guy who drinks his milk so much would, would have, like, would have perfectly good teeth. <laughs> would have very strong teeth. Uh, was there any segments between this and the hardcore title match? I don't think so, besides Castrol GTX sponsoring Backlash. Yes. Okay, it was like Casual GTX, and I think... Oh, wait, no, the DMX stuff comes later. That actually... That's one of the things I think that the whole concept of Backlash kind of almost hurts the the the, the idea of... of or, or at least hurts the... What am I trying to say? It... it, it if they're if, like the whole concept of backlash makes it almost so they can't move on to new feuds because backlash is a, is essentially you know see a backlash the aftermath the aftermath uh, or the revenge of everything uh, that happened out at Ma- it's uh, it's the backlash to WrestleMania <laughs> essentially yes I feel like it can work though in the way that like I feel like some feuds ending and any feuds that are like still hot I feel like you can get to backlash with. Yeah. Well think of it like this. Like if one book ends, there's still gonna be plot threads that are gonna need to pick be picked up in the sequel, so you know, mm-hmm. this is picking up on those plot threads from the end of the first book. But anyway, uh Hardcore title match, Maven versus Al Snow. So we've got the student versus the master. Can the student surpass the master? No. Well, I and Al Snow immediately starts beating the shit out of him. Like, it's like, fuck you, kid. I don't yeah, he care just starts if I hitting, your mentor. He just starts hitting him with a fucking, like, trash can lid. <laughs> yeah, they go at it with each other with, like, trash can lids for a bit. Then Spike Dudley comes in for the run-in with a stop sign because he wants this match to stop. But, you know, Spike Dudley... <laughs> Mike Dudley it's can't time stop to stop! Because Mike Dudley can't stop a hardcore match. You can't but stop. You know, can? you know who can? Are you forgetting Brock. something very important? What? Maven's Flock. <laughs> oh, Maven's Flock! Yes, I was putting that up for sign of the week. Give me Somebody some poutine. <laughs> with a sign that says Maven's Flock, and I, I popped so much. I'm so happy. Never mind that shit. Here comes Brock fucking Lesnar. 
There's Brock Lesnar here to murder everybody. Bare chested. I, I did not expect to be seeing this debut when we watched this here. I know. I forgot this, it happened here. This, this feels like I thought like I Brock thought Brock debuted after Cena, but he debuted before Cena. <laughs> he debuted first of like those of like the five dudes that like were like the OVW graduating class of that year, I think. <clears throat> And it is legitimately one of the most memorable debuts you've ever seen. Poor Glazer so. kills Spike Dudley. <laughs> he kills. He kills everyone. Yeah, I, he, like he tosses Al Snow into the fucking trash can. Fuck F Fies Maven. Then he just starts basically fucking murdering Spike Dudley with so triple, with power. There is a very complex joke that we have to describe that caused Mega Fighter to start losing his shit when this happened. So there was a fan who decided to look for what was the number one single for when each wrestler debuted. Or when each wrestler won the WWE title. Oh. It was every like WWE world champion. And what their theme would be if they had won, if, if it was like, what was the number one single when they won the title. Yes. And Brock Lesnar's is Dilemma by Nelly featuring Kelly Kelly Rowland. Yes. And Megafighter decided to start playing this when Brock Lesnar came out. And <laughs> then once he starts powerbombing Spike Dudley. <laughs> Kelly's singing like, I love you. Boom. Powerbomb. <laughs> I miss you. you. Boom. <laughs> I love you. I do power bomb. <laughs> it was so. It was so perfectly singles to pa- singles to power bomb Spike Dudley too, <laughs> Volume One. <laughs> it was so perfectly timed up by pure chance, because I got the music video version that doesn't start immediately with the song. What was the number one single worked. for the week he he debuted? I want to look this up. Ah, good question. Da, 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 da. What day was it? Well, it was March. Uh, it was March eighteenth. So. so it was in the end by Lincoln Park. <laughs> uh, well, in the end, it didn't matter. <laughs> it could have been "Hey Baby" by No Doubt, but Brock was late for that. Oh, hey man. baby, hey baby. <laughs> 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 I forgot. In the end, was a number one single. Yeah, did people really had like that shit back in the day? <laughs> yeah. And welcome to the recap of the opening segment after Paul I, Heyman just sort of slides into the ring and just goes, hey, yeah. Wait, I got a different one. Let's see. You said, oh, wait, that's Hot 100. That's not the, that's not the, yeah, that's not the number one. Okay. Man, I'm, I'm talking mainstream top 40. Man, I remember when In the End was so big that it, like, just the numerous amount of people who food. made AM who made AMV videos with that fucking song. <laughs> Naruto versus Sasuke. <laughs> yes. That's Goku fucking and weird. Vegeta, specifically okay, the one that? where they fought each other when he was Majin Vegeta. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Like Wikipedia fucked up because I was like list of Billboard number one singles, but it links you to the Hot 100 one. That's not. Well, let me look at the Hot 100 one. Because the, the Hot 100 one... Is Ain't It Funny can't... Murder Remix by Jennifer Lopez featuring Ja Rule? Yeah. Is that... Okay, maybe that is the right one. Murder, that's also where murder Remix? Is J-Lo gonna murder. kill me? <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, yes, JLo is going to kill it. Yeah, because Dilemma is the same on that one, too. Okay, so maybe that is right. Also, uh, Ja Rule, <laughs> I know you're trying to take money from people who want to go to an island. <laughs> but <laughs> how's it yeah, going? Uh, <laughs> anyway, we've been talking about this a lot because we got a recap of the opening segment next. Yeah, it's uh... just a slightly edited down version of the same thing that fucking just happened and took I nearly half got an, an hour. Sandwich at this I point. immediately just said, do we really need this long recap of Kappa stuff that already happened just on said the show? Later this, or like earlier this day, but it's like, I've been watching Raw <laughs> this whole time. Who turns in at the second hour only? <laughs> like a fucking weirdo? <laughs> Yeah, I, I went and got an ice cream sandwich at this point. I went to pee. Uh, you really didn't miss anything. And by the time we're back, Matt Hardy and Leader are kissing. Yeah. Kissing. And, and Regal's peeping. Wait, Regal's peeping. He's creeping and he's peeping and he's peeping. Dang. And he's not going to get caught because his beeper ain't beeping. My beeper is not beeping. <laughs> like, Wayne Regal's gimmick is basically he's like, Oh man, it would really be awful if you guys got separated by the brand extension. Wouldn't it be what bad if you two were drafted on separate shows? I'm William Regal. Away. <laughs> I, just... I, I compared it to Bad News Barrett because that's what it felt like. <laughs> just disappointment about the draft, Regal. <laughs> yes. Now I'm just imagining William Regal on the fucking like on the fucking crane thing. I'm, I'm uh, afraid I've got some bad news for you too. You look <laughs> I disgusting. Know, I don't know. I can't do the best William Regal impression. Well, start it. with War Games and go from there. War Games. <laughs> uh, speaking of yeah. completely useless, the Dudleys versus Billy and Chuck for the. Tag team championship. Fuck the APA again. Yep, fuck the APA again. Uh, Stacy's out with them, so we know Lawler's not going to shut the fuck up. They bring up the fucking ass trophy again. Just stop. Oh, they did? I yeah. missed that. Yeah, I didn't hear that either. We, uh, I don't remember this match going very long. We get a DQ finish. Yeah, I Stacey, did hear. I, Stacy gets them disqualified by kind of like surprising someone with a belt shot. Yeah, I did hear the crowd singing "Hey Baby," not not the no doubt "Hey, hey Baby," baby the classic. Hey, okay, not <laughs> uh, the "Hey Baby." Uh, yeah, it just just replaced it with Stacy, kind of like they did, kind of like how they did that for Bailey when I feel like that worked better with Bailey. Yeah, it did work a lot. Because because her name starts with a B. I do love musical chants where they just replace the words with names, like I the mean, fucking Hey Jude Keith Lee chant. To be fair, Stacy does rhyme with baby, so uh, to a degree, so it sort of works. It's, it's a bit of a slant rhyme, but not as much as the slant of like baby to Bailey. Right. Hey, we want some new day. Anyway, so Stacy is at the ire of both the Dudleys because she kind of fucked up their title shot. And then Even though if you were being them. very logical, you'll get one like next week. So it's fine. <laughs> you, you just need to show up for raw. You just got to show up for raw and you'll get a title shot. But like after being accosted by both the Dudleys, she's just like, talk to the hand. 
and starts to get out of the ring until Bubba grabs her hair. <laughs> she was trying to, I forget specifically what she started to try and do to get, uh, to like, help them win, but then she decides to, uh, she gets pissed off and then basically takes one of the tag belts, comes up and hits um, either Billy or Chuck behind the, on the back with the title. And, uh, this gives who, me an interesting question. And, uh, and Neil, and, uh, is it Neil or Nick? Neil Patrick Harris. Nick Patrick? <laughs> it, it's Nick. Okay. Yeah. Nick immediately uh, sees it immediately and is like, oh, no, DQ. So, okay. Here's a question as Bubba Ray Dudley is beating a woman. <laughs> yes. Are Billy and Chuck still heels? <laughs> Uh, yes, but I think this might be a heel turn for the Dudleys, or we're supposed but to be But they were already them. heels. Yeah, they're already heels. I guess. Maybe the only the thing that does is this makes Stacy a face. This Stacy face, the Dudleys are heels, and Billy and Chuck are heels, right? I think? Yes. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> Unless yeah, this was a, weird, a very strange face by beating up a woman. Uh, uh, Devon, get the table. Yeah, this honestly was a really strange choice for a match because it was heel team versus heel team. Here the is only, the weirdest the fucking thing. The only thing that made it worth it was watching Stacy get powerbombed, which was entertaining. You know what was the weirdest and kind of gross thing that happened? Jerry Lawler being Jerry Lawler, while watching a woman get Power bomb through a table. It's just like no, her beautiful legs. Ah. It was never. I think he he said they'll never open again. They'll never wrap around my face. Ah. It's horrible. This this segment made me uncomfortable. It's like my god, there are some things about the dude. It just makes me think like if Jerry just saw a woman get shot in the street, it's like oh now I can't eat her pussy. <laughs> just like um, Jesus I, Christ, I, I thought of something worse than that. <laughs> oh, now she got another hole I can put it in. <laughs> oh. My hole. <laughs> ah, no, <laughs> no, Nia Jax. <laughs> no, <laughs> bombs over Dudleyville. Yeah, so at some oh, point, yeah. they Jerry were... just starts talking about how they should bomb Dudleyville instead of Afghanistan. <laughs> So we started, oh, what? So we started making like fucking jokes about bombs over Dudleyville. Don't mean the thing unless you're going ain't got that swing. Bombs, bombs over, over Dudleyville. Dudleyville. No bad unless you get in the tables. Bombs <laughs> over Dudleyville. So fucking weird. <laughs> Waller needs to just go home. Or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> out call. Uh, out comes Triple H, also known as Hunter Two Belts. <laughs> Hunter Two Belts, or Polly Two Belts, but don't call him Paul. Don't call him call him Polly Two Belts, and especially don't call him Polly Two Belts because I just keep thinking of Paul Peanut Abs too. Welcome to Raw is promos. Welcome to Raw is promos. I win get- the belt. All I've got written down here as a note is the fake quote from Triple H. Ha ha, it's awesome when I beat women. Uh, Triple H wants to spread the joy of him winning the belt. But Stephanie comes out with a black top and matching neck brace. Why does she have a neck brace? 
being pedigreed hurt her neck? Yeah, I don't... It's Ron Tang, can you figure some logic to this? It's a face buster. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess your neck could potentially be hurt while like dropping... Like whiplash, yeah. Yeah, whiplash. But nobody... <laughs> I mean, I guess the idea is like, oh, because she's a woman, she's come out weaker and more adept to being injured from the pedigree, but nobody else gets their neck injured usually when they take a pedigree. That's I don't know. Don't, they, don't, let, let's say you get kayfabe injured with a pedigree. Wouldn't you come out with like a bandage or like a black eye or like, like a, a fake black nose. eye or a busted nose? Oh, I don't know how Stephanie got like any a, or like a fake fat a lip or something related to like know. Go ahead. Or like a fake fat lip or just something related to I got hit in my face, you know? I mean, I don't know how Stephanie took any damage to the face. Her tits probably would have absorbed the blow of the pedigree. <laughs> Her tits just pop as soon as they hit the fucking... <laughs> oh, Time my. for the pedigree! You know, you know we joked, just, we joked that just... did happen to ODB once where one of her implants fell out on like an impact. Was it from an implant buster by Awesome Kong? <laughs> if it was, if it was, aptly it named. Be, it would be oh aptly my god! Named. I think, oh my I, god. I, I think Kong was out of the company at that point. It was like sometime around 2010. So sadly, <laughs> that would be the funniest thing uh, uh, in a way. Uh, although, yeah, let's not. Let's to be fair. Uh, it, a breast injury is a serious thing. It, Every it, it injury probably sucks. Busting a titty is an injury. Like, legit. That is legit. Especially if it's an but, implant. That's horrible. At, at the same at the same thing, yeah. I'm just thinking her implants her implants just deflate and just... Oh, <laughs> oh man. She's got, like, fart bags. <laughs> High-quality fart bags at the plastic surgeon's. Go down to the value market, fifty cents each. Her implants are whoopee cushions. Yeah. So I also want to note this: Stephanie with a ponytail is not a good look. It looks like it's pulling her head. Yeah, it's really pulling back on her hairline and shit. It's not cool. I, so I'm Steph I'm... wants to use Triple H um, Jericho's rematch clause for next week's Raw. Triple H calls her a bitch. And then they start chanting the na-na-na-na chant again. And then Stephanie's like, they sing for me. Well, and the, I think, like, I think like Triple H sets up a stipulation that if he beats Jericho, she has to leave, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a handicap match where not only does he get the title, the Triple H, like, keep his title, but Stephanie has to leave if Triple H wins. Yes. And then, I think that's when they start, you know, chanting. That's chanting, when the not, no, 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 they sing me in. for me to stay. No. At one point, it was like he gets to pick a WWE superstar of his choice to wrestle with Chris Jericho in the handicap match. And he says, That WF superstar is you, Stephanie. I just want the. I would love the loophole. Excuse me, Hunter. I'm a WWF diva. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> You'll have so to pick I, a superstar, and I'm and I, I, I know she was uh, she's at one point started you know really screaming her head off, and then like she would like 
mock cough because she had the neck break the like cells that her neck hurt from the neck brace but i'm i'm just imagining i'm just thinking how did she not cough from how how much strain that that scream is putting on her voice in the first place that's a great question it's, it's even hard for a grown woman to do that so yeah but yeah she eventually agrees to the stipulation i accept I, I guess that's some cerebral assassination for you I don't uh, know why you have to do this with me because I'm technically on a higher authority than you, but I accept. <laughs> because the booker made this happen. Yes. Uh, Unless it's just like, you better keep your word on accepting that stipulation, motherfucker. <laughs> I know. Scott's honor. Come on. <laughs> I mean, she just doesn't have to show up for Raw and then she, she won't be like in trouble, right? <laughs> Hall and Nash get the job or entrance. <laughs> on that good job entrance as we get to our main event the NWO Scott Hall and Kevin Nash versus Hogan and The Rock and Hulk Hogan comes out to the most rush job <laughs> like most put together at the last second theme that you could possibly think of because they Isn't didn't just basically like voodoo child dubbed over it's 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 we didn't get the license to voodoo child yet the song yes <laughs> and it just the production's really shoddy <laughs> just like bam 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 <laughs> i was actually expecting him to come out to the old to the old you know i'm real a real american, american. Yeah. and and when come, it out, comes and, crashing come out crashing down and you're hurting and come out in full like red and yellow. I didn't you expect think? him. Yeah, just just to stay with the the normal look. But yeah, I hate this new theme. Like Hulk Hogan hates running. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a main event tag match, and Hall and Nash didn't get an entrance. Who the fuck do you think it's gonna? Who the fuck you think is gonna win? Well, you're wrong. It's a count out. <laughs> They they won by count. They lost by count out, I believe. Yes, uh, Hogan and Rock lost by count out. No, Hogan and Rock won by count out. Well, hope you enjoyed Raw, fuckers. We got your money from the pay-per-view. Got your money, bitch. Kevin yeah, basically. Like, I'm going to ROH. Fuck this. <laughs> basically, Hogan hits the leg drop, I believe, on Hall, and then and then basically Nash and Hall get out of the ring and this and this and this fuck off and or. Early, they start. Well, well, I wouldn't say they fuck off. They they start walking up the ramp, and Tim White is count counting, and then until they get counted out, and that's Did it. Anyone count how many matches there were? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. The it's problem okay. was the problem was that they were very short, and most of the rest of the show was spent with very long talking segments. Yes, basically. Oh, now that she went yeah. through a table, I can't eat her muff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this, I mean, basically, yeah. This raw sucked. This raw was sucked. shit. <laughs> there were too, too many poopy shit, garbage. Fuck. I hate the too fact Brock debuted content. on such a shit raw. <laughs> Brock was like the shining light on this episode. It was just like. Uh, uh, uh. Brock. I think uh. <laughs> I was thinking there was too many promos, but now that I think about it, I think it wasn't that there were too many promos. 
Because I don't think there really were. It was just went on too long. There was yeah, two very the... long promos and then a couple shorter ones like interspersed. Right. And and then you have a main event that ended at a count out. The most entertaining thing about this show was the crowd was great. Good crowd. The crowd was great. And Brock, Brock, Brock was awesome. But dudes. like, that's fucking it. Like, here's how bad this Raw is. Go on YouTube. Search Brock Lesnar debut. You got it. That's your raw. <laughs> That's your raw. All you, That's need. all you need. All, all you need. need. That's pretty much. Yeah, I imagine that's about the only thing you'll find from this raw on YouTube. Worth is value. Brock Lesnar's debut. <laughs> worth worth any value besides maybe that Booker T Kurt Angle Edge Kane match, but still. That's okay. That was okay. I but... imagine it's happened more than once though. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably going to be, like, next week as well. Welcome to SmackDown. Want to watch it again? <laughs> I'm not going to SmackDown, Rami. But, Kevin, there can be some really good potatoes there. You, can't just, potatoes. you can't just eat whole baked potatoes every time you go to an arena, Rami. <laughs> it, it's like, uh, okay, yes, promos is an is, uh, integral part of the show. It's always, it's been... An integral part for the show for years. That's Raw fine. opening promo is a staple, honestly. <laughs> Usually Triple H. But it, it's it makes me once wish that WWE would have something like TNA sort of had a good idea, except they had their problems with with at they the time at the time, at the time they were doing long ass promos on the show, and then but I mean they had but they had this the show after the show that was more i mean it was more talking but it's still like a good idea like if you're in the if sense you of really want have the all your, put put all your if you're gonna have a lot of talking put it all somewhere uh, put it all like on a separate thing just have and then heat have, be just have heat be promos i don't think that would necessarily be fair to the people that have to like are Probably be because uh, heat is also isn't like heat also It'd being be used to MTV, but well, I but mean, isn't time, heat it... also being used to develop some of some some of their and their, OVW no, is talent. being used to develop people, so there's no point for heat. Okay, <laughs> release heat. Look, if, if heat was if heat was only promos, me and Ali wouldn't be demanding that they release heat. <laughs> release heat. Release heat. Hashtag release heat. Hashtag release heat. All right, so uh, SmackDown, SmackDown promo hurts my eyes. <laughs> we're here from the Corel Center in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. They start off with a recap, which we skipped. Want to watch it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Kurt Angle is Are on commentary sure? for this match, looking to secure his MVP status because he saw what Brock Lesnar did on Raw. <laughs> so, um, feet. This episode features the main event, which is clearly an upgrade from Raw. Just oh, just Kevin Nash versus The Rock. Yeah, big big daddy diesel cool steel versus. And they say Rocky this is Mario. the first time The Rock's face Kevin Nash, and I'm just like, is that free? Like maybe? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because Rocky Maivia was kind of just getting started around the time like Nash was on his way out. Yeah. So I feel like that's the case. Big Daddy Cool Diesel Master Blaster Steel Osvinny Vegas Nash. Yeah, I've I've done jokes like that before. It's always great. 
But uh, yeah, so we got Booker T versus Edge, where Edge, we think that we're not going to get the seizures again. Yeah, exactly. For a minute there. Edge comes out to smoke and lights, but there weren't any flashing until like he starts walking out and then it starts flashing. And we're like, you you asshole. Yeah, for a minute there, I was like, thank you. And then I was like, ah! God uh, damn it, son of a bitch. You fucking tricked me. Edge has not won MVP of the night because every night he decides, or MVP of the week, because every week he decides to blind us. Yes. (laughs) Son of a bitch. And now I would like to call this next segment during the Booker T versus Edge match, Kurt Angle talking about 1990s hip hop. (laughs) Oh my God, this was the... My favorite thing of this show. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here? Up in here. Uh, yeah, oh, he he does the... Who let the dogs out? He pretty much, I think Ali said, yeah, Kurt Angle wins MVP. Kurt, no hard Kurt to Angle doing the whitest version, uh, uh, basically being the whitest guy ever trying to, to quote 90 tip off. The whitest it was the Kurt best. you know. <laughs> just help just Kurt playing up how white he is is fucking amazing. Yes. <laughs> so wonderful. <sighs> uh they talked about the Japanese shampoo. I think just from that game. alone, uh, Kurt Angle's gonna win the MVP again. Oh yeah, it was pretty much secured at that point. Like we were we were back and forth between a couple people because like Meg Fighter wanted to give it to someone else. I wanted to give it to Brock because it was because he had a stellar debut, but then he started fucking. Then he said, "Who let the dogs out?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay, okay, I can see." <laughs> Kurt takes it. Kurt takes it. Uh, so Booker T wins. Booker T wins thanks to Kurt Angle interfering, and of course, that gives me five minutes with your wife. <laughs> 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 they cut away from the spin and Rooney, by the way. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, there was a point where they were talking about the Japanese shampoo commercial, and Kurt Angle starts talking about how he's got plenty. Of, he's he's had plenty of endorsements, and I just started making jokes about the fucking pizza like restaurant that he did a commercial for with the fucking wrestling toppings. I gotta. I don't know that. <laughs> I need to find that. Didn't he? Didn't I'm assuming he did a Got Milk commercial. He probably did. So this was like when he was still a uh, when like this was just after the Atlanta games, and it was for like a local Philly pizza outlet. Oh, the fucking place is actually called Pizza Outlet. Let's listen to it. <laughs> All right. That's very quiet. Whoa, what's gotten into this pizza? Hey, come on. They square off. Tomato rockets, peppers, come into an airplane spin. It's got like late 90s or like TVCG too, so. His voice sounds so different. The taste that screams fresh. Oh man, that was beautiful. <laughs> I didn't know Kurt Angle filmed a pizza commercial. <laughs> yeah. <didn't> <laughs> for, a jo- for a pizza joint called... Called Pizza Outlet. Yeah. Which is like the most generic... Uh, that's even worse. Uh, I mean, Pizza Hut at least has 
It had, it Grab your forks st and stick them into the outlet pizza. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is They're, it it's open? shockingly good. That's like, that's like, that, that's only uh, just about the most generic name for a, pe for a pizza joint. Except if you called literally called it pizza joint or pizza place. <laughs> Welcome uh, to pizza they, restaurant. <laughs> pizza they, restaurant. They, did, yeah. they did rename themselves to Vaselli Pizza, so that's a little better. Hey, Vaselli. Or Vaselli, I don't know. Uh, Hogan's here, and he's limping. Yep. He has a bad knee. He meets Hulk Hogan. I, Wait, he meets Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> then they merge together and turn into fucking. Wait, you're me, you. brother. I'm you. <laughs> he meets Vince. <laughs> he, meets, he meets up with Vince. You start talking about how I totally draft you to SmackDown. And that oh he has God. the day off, which just means, oh. of course, he's going to run in on the main event. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hogan and Vince combine together to become a, a combiner transformer. Hogan's got a weird attire, and, like, Vince refers it's to like him as having a red and yellow ass, but he's wearing all black, like normal, except for his like, weirdly tight shirt. <laughs> with, like, blue flames on, like, with, the sleeves? Yeah, with blue flames on the sleeves, and it looks fucking dorky as shit. <laughs> it's so dumb. It doesn't look like a thing Hogan would wear, but it, it, he's wearing it. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's staying even though he can go home for the night because he isn't booked. And the APA are in the back smoking and drinking Molson Export beer. <laughs> I, I like that. I couldn't make out what the beer actually said. I, I yeah, just it, was, saw... it, was, it was Molson. I think, like, Ali looked at it like, yeah, it says Molson. <laughs> so, yeah, they're drinking the local Canadian beers. I, I like that. I think William Regal just walks in and just starts talking about strippers, and I don't remember the they, exact context. Uh, I think they say, like, something about, like, I think he wants to play, like, they, they want Regal to play or something. And he's like, what, you'll spend the money on strippers? And then, and then Bradshaw's like, like, yeah, strippers. Yeah, actually, I, I kind of, uh, I got a tab with Godfather. <laughs> I've, I've racked up a bill. I tried to call him to get a payment plan, but his phone's disconnected. Mega Fighter, hang on, hang on. A stripper is not the same thing as an escort, you know. Uh, you know, you, an escort can be a stripper. Yeah, they can be hired to dance, but I'm just making the joke of, like, I tried to call Godfather for a repayment plan, but his phone wasn't connected. He didn't activate his number. <laughs> he didn't activate his number. So I have, I gotta find out how to get $5,000 fast. And Ron Simmons is just like, that ain't my problem. <laughs> None of that happened, by the way. <laughs> but Regal is here. Regal is here just talking about, oh, wouldn't it suck if you two were separated and put on different brands? Because of the draft. I'm gonna rub Which my Nipples while Which is a this. tease for something that does end up happening later, I'm pretty sure. It's if weird I, as you said, like, I think this is, like, I think this is the year we get, we get JBL, I'm assuming. It's, it's, it's JBL's 04, um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, wouldn't it suck if Bradshaw went to Raw and Farouk went to SmackDown, which is basically the opposite of what happened. Yes. Uh, but, but, Bradshaw like pulls it off and says, "Hey, if we get 
If we get drafted to a show and you get drafted to a show, we're gonna beat your ass. We can beat your ass on either show. Yeah, it's like and we don't we don't give a shit. And then Regal walks off in a huff and does almost he almost doesn't leave through the door. Yeah, and like JBL's a, like, go through the door. Like a fucking heathen. Like Savage, walking really. through invisible were walls you, like were, that. Were you raised in a barn? And then you hear. Uh, he leaves the APA's office and runs right into DDP. He's like, why are you so mad, Regal? Is it because you lost in the Intercontinental title in front of 62,000 people? Which isn't the correct amount. <laughs> he actually Which is an exaggerated number by Vince. He, he, he actually, I remember him saying the, the, the full number was like Yeah, I, just, I couldn't remember it, so... Yeah. Well, bad news for um, DDP. William Regal wants to be Europe. <laughs> he wants to be Europe. Super. Great. Super great. Great. Super. <laughs> I had the question, why isn't DDP interacting with the NWO? I don't know. <laughs> because he's... That's a good question. He's a WCW guy, you'd think. You'd think they'd have at least, especially since he tagged with Kevin Nash as inside. Inside. <laughs> but not outside. Not outside. Anyway, so we got a match coming up for for uh, later tonight. But first, I actually have a, an answer for you. Now that I think about it, I think it was maybe they wanted more the NWO to. If the whole idea was to, you know, have the NWO interact with the WWF wrestlers, you know, I kind guess. of thing. But you and not 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 people that came in from WCW. <laughs> Yes, I'd still have it be like they run in and beat down on DDP because fuck it, we did this before in like old times Paige, Jackknife Yeah, that's, that'd be fine That'd be fine But uh, we get a tag match Lita and Trish Stratus versus Ivory and Jazz following up from uh, Raw Lita is wearing a shirt with Lita on it <laughs> With Lita on it where she's like she's split into like different fragments of Lita and here's here's where a, a trend starts that lasts pretty much the entire rest of the show. Colin Jerry just nonstop for the fucking entire time of the rest of the show. Don't fucking shut up about the draft and the con and 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 the various things that will happen when, about the draft. Like, They're talking more about the draft than the matches. Yeah. And Jerry Lawler is using the draft to be horny again. Now, this is why nobody likes Jazz. She's a... She's mean. She's mean. <laughs> I, I, I actually remember Jerry saying he, she, he's mad at Jazz for ruining his wet t-shirt contest. And I said, when did this happen? Oh, yeah, that happened like a couple of weeks that ago. Happened a couple, that happened a month or two ago, actually. Yeah, that was sometime in like February, I want to say. Yes. You missed that probably, but honestly, you didn't really miss much. I might have missed that. I think that was probably one of the weeks I missed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was like kind the of. The other thing I noticed like... is Lita has like a tennis headband on. <laughs> yes. Uh, there was kind of like an interesting double crab. I think it was done by like Ivory and Jazz. Yeah, they did like a combination Boston crab. Where it looked like they were like kind of pulling her apart like a wishbone. I think it was like Trish. Trish Bone. Trish? 
Trishbone. No, just for that, I'm going to say it was Trish, Trish even Bone. if it's Lita. Because what's the story, Trishbone? <laughs> uh, match ends with like a, like, Trish hits like a really nice chick kick to Jazz. Like where I wasn't sure if she actually hit her in the head or not. And it's like, that's a good sign for your for your move. Where you're not sure if they legitimately hurt him or not. Yeah. And she also did the Stratus action, but that chick kick, I was like, ooh! She, yeah, she won with the chick kick. I just fucking nailed her. I don't know who she hit. I think it was uh, someone it was, else. It was Jazz. Yeah. It was a good match. I just really wish Jerry Lawler would shut up. Well, I would wish both Cole and Jerry would shut up. They, they never... They... They were, they were, yeah, they were more talking about the draft than the actual match in front of them. And that was, yeah. and that just, and that went throughout the rest of the night, honestly. And like, I know this isn't the era for this, but I still want to give women their due when like they wrestle to fucking call the match. <laughs> call the fucking yeah. match. You get one per week, just, or you get one per episode, just fucking call the match. So we get an RVD. Uh, RVD, we, they ask RVD of his opinion of, like, what will happen if he gets drafted, and he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> because whether it's Monday or Thursday, Rob Van Dam is opening the show. <laughs> I'm opening the show on either Monday or Tuesday, but we're going to pretend it's Thursday. Even though that sign whether, says this is Tuesday. Whether it's Monday or Thursday, I've got the weed. I brought weed. The the kick of the week sponsored by the stop smoking people is Brock Lesnar killing Spike Dudley. So Brock Lesnar hates smoking. Uh, <laughs> tobacco is wacko. Do you see what's happening to Spike Dudley right now with the free power bombs? That's what cancer does to your lungs. Don't smoke. <laughs> this is what Brock Lesnar does to your lungs. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That's probably also really bad for your lungs to get powerbombed three times by Brock Lesnar. These are this is your lungs. This is your lungs on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> your lungs, and this is your lungs when you smoke triple powerbomb. <laughs> Man, Truth should have hired me <laughs> to fucking to fucking make their PSAs. So, All right, so we get the. Regal versus DDP for the European title. Whoever gets this is Europe. They mentioned DDP having 70,000 teeth and a massive a big, toothbrush. Big toothbrush. And this was really the match I felt like where I was just like, stop talking about the draft. We get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we get it. You know, it's sort of that thing of like you want them to kind of talk about it because then it's like a lingering concept to or to get it over the fans. But it's just like, oh my god, I just need to mute these guys so they stop. This match is okay. It's very quick. Actually, um, I, re I really liked. Uh, I would say I really liked this match, even though it was short. It was they they come on. They, they were being really aggressive. I liked it. Yeah, like it was good wrestling, but at yeah. the same time. I want to talk about Christian, who just came out in the in just the word 2002. Cargo <laughs> pants and a beanie. Cargo pants and a beanie and a tight shirt. <laughs> yeah, Regal hit like a nice little snap suplex, and he did this like neck breaker where he kind of wrapped his arms around his throat while bringing him down. Oh, and 
DDP chopped the shit out of him. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. We were like, holy shit. Like when the match ended, Regal was walking up the ramp and we were like, holy shit, Regal's chest. Yeah, yeah. it's so fucking red. <laughs> and you can see and the he- handprint of just across his chest, like he got the shit slapped out of it. And DDP had a nice sit out power bomb too. So yeah, Regal wins Europe. Chris- Christian celebrates by having a happy tantrum. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so happy. You know what's just weird? Wh- I always wondered gets on in the his back and starts wiggling. I always <laughs> wondered in the WWE games why one of the Christian taunts was like flopping on the ground whining. And I never and realized it know. was from the hiss. <laughs> and now you know. Now you know why that taunt exists. Yes. Jericho is very pink backstage. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's wearing a lot of pink. <laughs> and then, uh, I believe, did Jericho come out first? I think it was, Jericho I think thing? it was, I don't know if it was Jericho or Stephanie who came out first. Uh, I, I, it was Jericho came out first, and then he, and, and then he called the, for Stephanie to come out. Yeah. He, he basically, you know, like, kind of did, like, an extending his hand backward, and then Steph walked up. So. Okay, yeah. We just uh, well, I, I did think it was weird that uh, I I think that I think that's Tony Chimmel. That might be Tony. Doing the announcer, announcer this week, which is a little any 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 mentions Steph names uh, Steph's name first. I thought that was a little odd. But yeah, so this this was basically just uh, Jericho and preposterous. <laughs> Uh, Jericho and Stephanie cut like a promo, or mostly Jericho cuts a promo. I don't remember. Out, out comes Triple H. And out then comes Triple H. And this is where the, this feel ends up feeling like basically a repeat of the one on Raw. The only difference being Y2J is present because it's because Triple H is basically you know, um, top. I forget. I forget what. Now I'm forgetting all like the stuff that was repeated. (laughs) You know that you know that guy who like if you pass him a hundred makes a video collage for you. I I I went to that guy. Yeah, how much did he pay the college guy for this one? Because this is a fucking like. Like this is digging back even like months and years. Before yeah, this the is feud. like back when Jericho pointed out she had a boob job and a bunch of embarrassing things that happened to Stephanie. So yeah, this is like a, a relation of like Stephanie McMahon humiliation. Oh, all I remember he was basically repeating what the stipulation was, but yeah, then, that's what was being repeated, and then like and footage then... of the the cream, the cream that gave her hives. And then her getting Rikishi's ass. And, and let's we... not forget the cum truck! The cum truck! <laughs> cum! We gotta find that, that video is... again sometime. <laughs> yes. There's a YouTube poop of, like, the, the Kurt Angle milk truck. Like, Fred, you, were lam- you were lamenting the fact that for some reason every episode has to have a big fat ass. And, every time, and even you cannot, when Rikishi, Rikishi wasn't on this week, you and cannot yet, escape we the ginormous ass. ass of 2002. <laughs> every every show we've done, including our so let me tell you abouts, 
have had an ass-related thing on it. Did the latest episode of So Let Me Tell You About have ass? Yeah, because fucking um, Buddy Buddy uh, Buddy Landell flashes ass at Mike Rotunda. God damn it. <laughs> Every one of them has ass. Mine just had we, spaghetti and nipple races. That's not your. That's not my fault. <laughs> you know what we should start? Maybe start doing on this show is anytime they're maybe start having ass counter like like an ass counter and we'd have to go back something. and count the asses from like week one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or, and I was also I was thinking like play anytime you see an ass play the AVGN ass ass. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, after like all this humiliation, Stephanie eventually gets to like how it's not going to be a handicap match. It's going to be a triple threat, and I'm in it. Yeah, she basically complained complained to daddy and got got it changed. And we were fucking confused. Steph, not like oh, actually, uh, hold on, hold on a second. Okay, you got something. There we go. Nice. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. So, like, Stephanie got the match changed from a handicap to a triple threat match for the undisputed title. I love so this part. <laughs> Triple H versus Tris- Chris Jericho versus her. And, like, you think it's going to be embarrassing that you're going to lose the title to Jericho? Well, what if you lose the title to me? And Jericho and- just was like, the fuck? <laughs> What are you doing? I didn't agree to this. He's not angry. He's lost here. Like, wait. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about, Stephanie? That's not going to help you at all. It's not. Stephanie just made this harder on herself. It was a handicap match before. Meaning that, like, she had the advantage. She had the numbers game. She took that away and put it on herself because now Jericho can kick her ass. Especially because if you think about it, let's say Jericho and Stephanie are on the same page, right? If she pinned Triple H during the handicap match, wouldn't that mean she wins the title? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) But if... I think the thing that, like, Jericho figured out during, like, a post, like... Well, he recaps what literally just happened and then he's just like, wait a minute, if I pin Stephanie, I get the belt. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't Stephanie's plan, probably, because she was talking about how she'll be the first undisputed women's world heavyweight t- champion. This plan sucks, but Steph. The, but your yeah. plan sucks anyway. So. Su- you know, I honestly was surprised that he didn't confront her backstage and be like, I thought we were business partners. What's what going you, on? What are you doing? Why? Why even? <laughs> you just made this harder for yourself. Now we're like extra fucked. Thanks. <laughs> Good job, Steph. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that leads into our next match: Tajiri versus Tajiri versus Test. AKA match work rate. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This Good match, match kicked ass. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I, though I had to ruin it with bringing up Jay Lawler, referring to Tori Wilson as. It, it was a very long joke about how Tori Wilson is a computer. His computer, and that computer would be a laptop. 
And uh, like when we started I heard figuring the that, word laptop and I was like, wait, what did I miss? But but hearing the full joke, it's like, oh fuck you, Lawler. And then I'm I added on to the joke by saying that Tori Wilson does not run on Windows ME. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this match was great. I love this match. Just fucking kicks everywhere. Don't you see? It's all about me. Windows and me. I'm I'm Bill Gates. It's all about me. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, hold on. I gotta check my Tory Wilson for this. <laughs> uh, he's logged into his Tory Wilson. Excellent. Okay, that's that's a that's enough of um, that's enough of research. I gotta turn my computer off. Wait. <laughs> that's Wait. My, that's my that's my sign off sound. Don't you know that? <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> uh we were debating on who was going to get this. This match was so nice. I loved it. Was it was gonna, like 3 minutes, but it was fucking nice. They there was there was They fucking went ham. I loved it. They went ham. There was fucking there was fucking test big boots, buzzsaw kicks. They did like a fucking thing where like to like Tajiri went to flip in and fucking like test caught him in like a double or like a full Nelson and switched it into a choke slam. It was really good. Yeah, that was I don't know. I was very happy with that match. If it weren't for if it weren't for Tess putting his hands on Tori, he would have won underrated, but I can't no. I don't I don't I don't condone this. Uh, I don't mind giving Tess the underrated. What do you think, Rock? Uh, yeah, I would definitely. I gave it to Tajiri. Um... Also, also, quick reminder: Tajiri's the light heavyweight champion. Yeah, he is. Thought you guys should know that because they didn't say that. <laughs> they said nothing about it. <laughs> he has the belt. They don't bring it up. Is it different yeah, than the I... cruiserweight belt? <laughs> I don't think they brought back the cruiserweight belt yet. That is very confusing. But yeah, my argument is Tajiri for underrated, if only just because I'm not cool with with Test bullying a woman. Eh. Sometimes you gotta beat a woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want to make this <laughs> argument here, Allie? <laughs> want to make this case? I feel like we're already in, like, the cancel zone as it is. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no, not that one. <laughs> We keep doing things that are going to look very bad in the future, but I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think the fact test, that we don't, test we don't genuinely mean it helps. Uh, so, test Wien after a big boot. Uh, and, there's a very quick segment with McMahon, and then the Stacker 2 burn of the night, which is just Linda McMahon talking. <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> wow it was the stupidest thing hello i am linda mcmahon there will we be are a, here to announce a brand there will be a, a brand, brand extension split, brand extension and oh stacker you burn of the night Woo! lose weight okay uh and, and then her and, and then an entire dash just sets suddenly <laughs> it ah. engulfed, it is engulfed wait in no that was flame. too much I'm, energy oh no my I'm, desk is on fire 
I thought <laughs> I thought you said her desk was gonna get like stagger two dropped on it. <laughs> Bird fat now. There's like it, a no. bunch of like oh my god two bottles yes. fall from the ceiling. Stagger two, get it. It makes you shit blood. <laughs> Stack st these like things of stacker two hit the desk and it is like suddenly like 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 like, like boom and then like fucking like 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 like. Fireworks shoot out of the stacker. <laughs> the stacker two lands on the table, and the fire explodes behind her, and she melts like the Nazi from fucking, <laughs> you know, like the Nazi from Indiana Jones. <laughs> now that's losing weight. <laughs> now we get uh, the Hurricane versus Malevolent Molly. Yes. Yeah, I know she's Mighty Molly still, but I They start I prefer... talking about how absurd this thing is of, like, a superhero fighting his sidekick, and they bring up, like, the, the Green Hornet and Kato, and then, like, and Wonder Woman and... Aquaman. A Wonder Woman and Aquaman? <laughs> Wonder Woman. First of Aquaman all, but a... first of all, uh... that's Kazuchika Okada you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, Wonder Woman never had a sidekick. Wonder Girl, Donna Troy. Oh, oh, oh yeah, okay. Donna Troy. And also, and also, fucking Aqualad. Hello. Isn't, isn't Donna Troy like a clone of Wonder Woman or some shit? Uh, Donna Troy's origins have been fucking impossible to figure out. At one point, she was a clone. At one point, she was just another like she was another, another like. She was just another Amazon or like a girl they adopted after she was picked up by a shipwreck. It is really hard to follow Donna Troy's origins. I like her. I like her outfit. <laughs> originally, originally she started out as just she was just like time displaced, uh, like a younger version of Wonder Woman, who also just got into like adventures with her along with Wonder Todd. Ah, uh, yes, Wonder like Todd, toddler version, a toddler version of Diana. So when I hear yeah. the name Donna Troy, I just I think I like her most in the Teen Titans. <laughs> when I hear yeah. the name Donna Troy, I just think of Deanna Troy. Hmm. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Hurricane versus my mom. Also, superheroes fight their sidekicks all the time. So the very quick story of Hurricane doesn't want to hit girl, but she wants yeah. to hit him. And then Brock Lesnar shows up. <laughs> Brock Lesnar yeah. shows up. And just fucking goes doomsday on Hurricane. And Mighty and, Molly. And, also, and hits girl. Yeah, he he knocked the shit out of Molly with that shoulder tap. Didn't like he didn't he like throw her over the rope and she like fell on her legs? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> like, I it's weird. I spent most of the time like ratting oh, no, no, on that other was that was Hurricane. Oh yeah, that was, oh, that hurricane. was hurricane, yeah. But still, that but was still, great. Yeah, I spent, like, most of this episode ragging on, like, dudes that, like, beat up women. But I feel like the exception here is Brock, because he didn't, like, let it linger. Like, he just quickly, like, clotheslined the shit out of Molly and let, like, let that stand. It looked to me more like he kind of, like, a shoulder tackle. Oh, yeah, it was a shoulder tackle. But still, it wasn't, like, grab Molly by the hair and just, like, ah, ah, ah. No, it's like, no, boom, don't do it. you're, you're going to hurt me. Yeah, exactly. It was like, boom, dead. Yes. So, and I, uh, I much prefer that. Paul Heyman rolls in again, and they want you to make sure that Brock Lesnar is associated with Paul Heyman. And they mention yes. that, like, 
Paul Heyman was drunk and crying when he got fired for some reason? He got fired after he got fired after the invasion. Yes. But I guess he and I guess he got drunk and started crying. Because Vince really just likes insulting Paul Heyman. So um Undertaker's in the back in nightmarish cl- clothing. <laughs> it's a denim vest. It's a denim, denim vest tucked into leather denim pants. Over. And He's a got a leather vest over okay. the denim vest. We need to co- we need to cooperate. Uh, All right. Yeah, you go. Denim denim vest with denim jeans that have, that have been that the denim vest have been tucked in. A leather vest over the denim vest. And a red and, bandana. And a red do rag. <laughs> I hate this. Nothing says I'm approaching forty <laughs> more than this outfit, which is prime Neil Breen. He is, you know, in the, he is in Neil Breen. Whenever mode. Taker comes out and he's, you know, this biker Taker look, I feel like you could, he could be driving down the street in a motorcycle looking like this, and you wouldn't know it was him. Yeah. I got, sick, yeah, of, this, I got sick of this, eyeliner. Because he, look, he looks like any other typical biker look he doesn't even have anything that you would associate with the undertaker he doesn't have the tx symbol or any sort of like skull imagery like any death-based imagery you can you can be like a death-based biker that's fine dude fucking the skull and crossbones is like the classic fucking biker look yeah either that or nazi shit but let's not have that on 2002 wwe you know Uh. i had this kind of uh sort of rant about I wouldn't say necessarily rant but more of a thought about Taker and I was thinking about saving it for like the end of the year but I don't know what do you guys think do you think it is okay for me to talk about it here sure. I was going to say uh, someone should ask if his mom died because <laughs> <laughs> uh, every my... biker's mom is dead <laughs> oh yeah well that's it that's it to get a tattoo that's not about yeah. bikers oh yeah but he has tattoos but he has tattoos, so his mom's dead. And my my thought is that God, this I I liked it back when I was you know younger and watching the show, the whole type biker taker thing. But watching it now, my God, it's just it does not fit for Taker. It's like he doesn't have. It's like a slight, very slightly exaggerated version of himself. Honestly, he would be better with the name, like going back to Mean Mark Callis, because that's what this this look signifies to me. Yeah, it, Undertaker. That it's like he's just or, going or Dice on, Morgan. It's like he's or literally Mark, just Mark living. Off, <laughs> it feels like he's living off the pedigree of the name Undertaker. It's just actually, like I've got. So much clout as the Undertaker, I could just kind of show up in whatever the fuck I want, and I don't even have to get dressed. I don't even yeah. think this is him dressing as a character. I think this is just his fashion sense. <laughs> yeah, and probably yeah, he does wear a lot of do rags and like shoot interviews and, and shit. And it's just not there's there's no like it's a boy. <laughs> it feels so like he's just kind of lazing about whenever he like cuts a promo. Kind of an like, eh, fuck it. But, like, not a badass, eh, fuck it. It's more just like, a, I'm not going to try, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, like, there's there's times where he did make it work, but uh, so far this year, it's just 
yeah, it's just like he's not really trying. And it's and like when you see him as Taker, like he he is the Undertaker. It, when it he sucks becomes... because he's such a character actor that like he can he's good at characterization and being in character, but this is just kind of like a yeah, I don't feel like I don't feel like it. It's that's lame. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm. It makes me wonder if this was put, if this this whole biker thing was pushed onto him, or or wondering if like, because it doesn't. Yeah, it really does feel like he doesn't care. So Undertaker talks to Ric Flair about how he's here now. Yes. <laughs> Neil Breen jokes. <laughs> Neil Breen jokes. He's pretty much trying to talk Flair into being the first draft pick for him so he can just continue to make his life a living hell. Why would he draft a guy who beat up his best friend, then his son, and then him, though? I don't know. Just That's really funny. <sighs> but, uh... Yeah, Undertaker argues a bit more for his case. Then he gets up, and as he gets up to leave, he just kind of, like, scratches his balls. <laughs> grab- oh, he- yeah. <laughs> yeah, he grabs his junk. And I was, like, thinking, did did he did he have, like, those one of those moments where he needed to adjust himself? And I'm like, you could have waited till you left the room to do that. You know, you did. I'm not the most cleanly guy. But when I'm at work and, like, my balls are sticking a bit and, like, I need to adjust them, I get the fuck away from the customers so they don't see me, like, reaching for my pants and just going, I gotta, oh, adjust, man, I, I gotta adjust my shit down here. Hold uh, on. I always, I always hate when that happens, you know? When yeah. you just, like... Like, I'll just really quickly go into the bathroom, adjust my shit, wash my hands, come back out. Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not as... It is not as blatant like a little him fishing down in his pants, but he does like literally. He's not digging for gold, but you know what I mean. But he is scratching his balls just in front of the camera. He basically pinches his junk in front of the camera. Pinch and roll. (laughs) I was glad I spotted that too, because that is worth talking about. Jesus Christ! Speaking of itching your balls, Billy and Chuck. (laughs) No, Billy and Chuck are here. They're. They're they're getting ready for their they're start, they're getting ready for their and they're uh, getting their match. advice from Rico. Yes, Rico has arrived. Rico, and apparently oh. that uh, Rico uh, they're indicating that Rico was on the show before. I think no, I think it's that I don't know. They they hired him. They, even they though hired him. He's pretty fucking jacked. <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty jacked. Yeah, he's got like a tight a tight shirt. And an earring in his left ear. Which which means he's not gay. <laughs> they because uh, because they, they, they talk about him like they're familiar with him. Uh, well, uh, they said they like... paid Dallas money for him. Which is like either me, a it, reference it, to Texas about, or the show. <laughs> it, it, something about what they said specifically made me think, uh, has Rico been actually on the show before this? Not that we've seen. I don't think so, no. Yeah, well, he could have been, been getting he could have been, was he uh was he did he did he come in two thousand in a year before this or not that i can think of because they started because they started the billion check stuff in like late 2001 
and they like it's been mostly going since 2002. I'm gonna actually look this up. Okay, uh, no, this was actually his debut. Yeah. Okay, okay this... that makes it even more confusing because <laughs> they I expect maybe, us to maybe, know who Rico is. Maybe, maybe we just misheard something. Maybe. But they but, hired uh, yeah, him as Rico sort of like a, a looks advisor, I would call the yeah. position. Yeah, he's like an image advisor, and he starts going like, you know, this has to go, and this color's ugly. We this color's to, like, ugly, you know, your headbands aren't on right, just shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, one under, uh, also one under the ring name that was just like a, uh, he had like a surname of Constantino. Rico Constantino, yeah. Which might be his full his actual surname. I don't know. I think he became uh, his, a co- I think he became like a firefighter after this. He his, became like yeah, a firefighter. It, it is actually his real his real sur- surname as his as his real name is Americo Sebastiano Constantino. Oh, Americo. Huh. That that's Rico. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, a, that's yeah, a little that bit of a mouthful. So I understand them changing it to Rico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I got on my notes here, Lugs sponsors be... Oh, yeah, because the Lugs, like... Lugs, Lugs did their, like, boot of the week, and it's Bubba Ray Dudley beating a woman. It's bombing Stacey for the table. So Lugs sponsors beating women. Cool. <laughs> cool. So I can, I can see why they're not around nowadays. <laughs> just, oh my God. just walk over and kick a bitch in the face. <laughs> Lugs boots. <laughs> So we get the tag title match of Billy and Chuck, our reigning champions, versus the Hardy Boys. Where Jeff, Jeff Hardy has like a thong on his face or something. Yeah, yeah. I, Jeff, I, I was like, is that a headband that he like just wrapped around his face to make it look like it, he was wearing whatever? But I, I, I no, that genuinely like looked like he was wearing panties on his face. I started making I started thinking of that fucking one anime Shimonetta which also has like a girl with panties on her head. It's, he was wearing them really... exactly like that. <laughs> yes. So it was like And like King commented that does he have like a jock strap on his face? <laughs> a jock strap would have been more dignified, I think. <laughs> but it did light up in the black light. I don't know yes. why he did that. Drugs, probably. <laughs> hey, Drugs. hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Can I borrow some of your girlfriend's underwear? Uh, what? Uh, what the I got hell? A great idea. <laughs> but yeah, so as we pointed out, Rico's earring is in the left here. That actually means attraction to the opposite sex. It's he, the right ear that means he's straight. <laughs> so he's straight. You fucked up the gimmick, WWE. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I actually know. I think I've heard of that. Now that I think about um, it. Back in the day, like, like around Stonewall Wyatt's era, like gay by other people would probably do like you know the Jesus fish thing, where like they couldn't say Jesus, so they had to do the fish, and that meant Jesus. But then they started putting no, Jesus in I the never, fish. I don't... I, I don't I don't know about it's that, pretty no. much like they came up with a code to just let people know like I'm gay or I'm accepting of you being gay and like the normies don't know about it. Mm. So the earring thing would be a pretty like a, a quick signal of just like 
gay. You know, <laughs> it was it was the pronouns in bio of its time. Yeah, instead of having like a like a little name tag, you just had like the earring or the secret code, and, or the when did the, or the gay decoder the, ring. <laughs> and when did straight people far, start uh, finding figuring it out? When gay started getting more mainstream in like the eighties and nineties. Okay, you know, with like more openly gay personalities started showing up, like Elton John. <laughs> And eventually okay. the dude from uh, Judas Priest, fuck yeah. Coolest gay yeah, guy, Rob... fight me. <laughs> yes, Rob Freddie Mercury is... was bi. <laughs> Robert Halbert yeah. is legitimately one of the coolest co- gay guys, other than George Takai. George Takai is also good. He was in Yakuza 7, he did a great job. Uh... Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so um, this is a match for the most part. This was uh, a match. <laughs> Chuck Palumbo looks like if you put uh rich cronin from lfo on steroids <laughs> so yeah they, they, oh. he spiked his hair up and he has like a fade now oh quick shout out also to um ian mckellen yeah sir ian mckellen's great uh he is a knight i why did i put here jeff hardy is fucking dead <laughs> Um, I think Jeff did a spot where he just falls, he just dives from the top rope and just lands on the fucking, like, mat outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, okay, yeah. I, I almost kind of wanted to see his legs land, the uh, way he landed, because the way he, he fell, it looked like he was, like, dropping onto his, like, he, he was going to crash in a way that, like, his... His feet were gonna hit, and it was like, "Oh my god, that's gonna break his." <laughs> so yeah, Jeff fucking break. dies. Billy wins <laughs> after some quick interference from Rico, of course. Like, how, I'm just like going, "Oh god, that's gonna hurt his fucking legs bad." The way he, the way he came down from that fall. <laughs> so um, the next up is the main event: Rock versus Nash. It goes very weird. <laughs> I don't have a lot of things besides a rest hold where uh, Hall keeps shouting, squeeze him. I know that uh, Rock does not appreciate getting T-posed on. Oh, yeah, he tried to T-pose and the Rock got out of it. There is... Okay, there's this scene in one of the Monty Python movies where, like, one of the guys keeps running towards the camera... (laughs) And that just reminded yeah. me of Hulk Hogan, because he got there after Kevin Nash powerbombed Rock through a table. <laughs> and Very just, slowly walking. And the whole You're crowd just going, Hogan, Hogan, <laughs> and he's not fucking there yet. Hogan. I think I know what he's talking about. Are you talking about, like, the Sir Lancelot thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sir Lancelot, like, is running... They, they they keep they keep showing the same shot of him running starting his run from the same place and then he suddenly just shows up and kills the kills them. Yeah, but that yeah. was Hulk Hogan because he he got there so late. <laughs> but the crowd like popped and then stopped popped and then their pops stopped by the time he got there. <laughs> and he saved him after Rock got put through a table. So this is just some great work here. Hogan brawls, and then X-Pac! 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 Make or, a noise! Or Six-Pac, if, uh, Six-Pac. Six-Pac. Six-Pac, if you like. Or Six. 
Sick. Or... It, it's sick pot because he has hepatitis. Dude, he didn't have at that point. I'm, e I'm evil. My God, we are gonna we are gonna get destroyed. Hogan immediately blades. <laughs> to like a spin kick, I think. Yeah, it was like a spin kick from X Pac, and then we tested X Pac's penmanship with a spray paint can. I gave it a four out of ten. Crowd. <laughs> Crowd is just not having any of his yeah, shit. Yeah, the crowd just immediately starts shitting on the segment because it's like X Pac, fuck. X Pac sucks. X Pac sucks, and it's just oh boy. So yeah, that's how we end SmackDown with 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 the NWO standing triumphant. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and X Pac. And X Pac, yay! This was not a good week. No. <laughs> yeah. SmackDown was generally still better than Raw because it at least it had a lot more wrestling. It did, yes, and some really good and some really good wrestling at times. Like with even though even so, though some of the matches were short, like it's weird DDP uh, and Regal, and then testing the best match of the week easily was testing Tajiri. It's weird. SmackDown had more matches. Yep, they had like seven to six. So. I don't know. It just there were good moments. Brock was all Brock was great to watch. Kurt Angle has always been good to have. Brings value, but just not a good show. Not good. Not a good week. A lot of a lot of talking. A lot of it does seem like a lot of times after like a pay per view, especially after WrestleMania, and they, it's like they decide and just not just have a lot of talking about what happened uh, uh, either about what happened or what they're going to do next and then they just and then they like they wait a week before we actually see some action some more or you know at least more yes i don't know like usually people are hyped for the raw after mania but i don't just i just don't feel like anything besides brock showing up got me excited yeah. Like, no no paradigm shifts. And I know they're doing the draft next week, but... Eh. <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's it, next it, it week. Just, all, all it is is like, yeah, announce the draft. Well, okay, it's happening, but until it happens, and why... It's like, who cares? All this stuff is throwaway because they have to draft everyone. And... To keep any feuds going, they have to just kind of kayfabe keep everyone on the same brand who was feuding. Pretty Ooh, much. Yeah. So, yeah, bad week. Bad. We'll go to awards. MVP. Uh, MVP Kurt Angle. Kurt MVP Angle. is Kurt Angle again. Again. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'll still argue it. I feel like my underrated is still Tajiri. Uh, mine's test. Rock tan tiebreaker. Uh, my under <laughs> oh no, I can't tie break because my underrated was Christian. Oh damn! Fuck! <laughs> what do we do? No, no. <laughs> um, let's see. What was the? What are you guys underrated rated again? Best Tajiri. Um, I'm gonna tie break and say test. Woo, ah. Test beat women beat women. Wait, not no. Don't you don't fool. take that. You. Don't take that clip out of context. Oh no, not that one. 
And now oh. for why? Uh, so, oh, the why segment. I forgot to put down our why segment. Um, well, let's 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 fucking let's writers room this. What what was the biggest why? <laughs> I'm going to argue that having repeating the uh, the Rock and Hogan promo on Raw when we already watched it for, uh, as the start of the second like start of the second hour. Yeah, start of the second hour was my, would be my version of like yeah that was the biggest why did we need this that is fair i'll, I'll agree like why recap a 20 minute segment on the same show <laughs> really just i can't i can't be i can't argue against that that is like even more so than just watching the 20 minute segment having to having to see a recap of it is like yep that's it i'm out <laughs> like uh, there's silently... nothing more that says toilet break than that yeah. Uh, sign of the week, Maven's Flock. Gerald Lawler first count was 11. Our 2000s alert included the Scorpion King, DMX, Baja Men, if you want to count them, yeah, and Qu- Quaker State, which that- is like an oil company that they, uh, oil. that they sponsored on SmackDown, betraying Cashel DTX, of course. It's, it's weird. They It was like two different oil companies they advertised. Yeah. I hope no one told the other guy about that. <laughs> well, given given Vince Vince uh, and we're pretty sure I think that he's like a uh, very heavy con- Republican last conservative guy. I wouldn't be I wouldn't I'm not surprised that he's probably one of those guys that's especially being I like, in oil. Yeah, <laughs> that, the guy that loves money, he's totally he totally supports the oil industry. I can see it. Yeah. So, um, tune in for let the, the let yeah. the planet die. I want the entire planet just covered in oil. So, right. um, next episode is going to be our draft special. We may or may not do something special for that. No promises. Uh, uh, just as a reminder this show is available on where you get most of your podcasts and YouTube when I bother uploading them (laughs) YouTube, iTunes, Anchor Spotify, some other stuff Dreamcast I'll probably probably start uploading these on BitChute next to the snuff films (laughs) we're Uh, on on Sega Dreamcast (laughs) we're on we're on Atari Jaguar (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're on Sega Channel. <laughs> we're, channel on, yeah. we're on Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're on, we're on the we're on the Wii Shop. Anyway, yes, the Wii Shop that is now closed. Yes, yet yeah, we're, we're we're somehow still there. <laughs> ah. It's the only option. <laughs> it's the... Anyway, that was Rassel Boys. And uh, as we always say on Rassle Boys... <laughs>